to our brand new, brand spanking new, you might say, uh, Fan Fight Podcast. I did not say Fan Bite Podcast. I said Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle. Of course, uh, I like fighting things. And I am joined by Fan Bite's Wrestling Section Chief. That might not be your actual title. I realized that after I, I wrote that. <laughs> I mean, I can be a... I, I, I'm into that. I, it makes, right. I like... Anything where you're just giving me, like, an aura of power, I'll take it. <laughs> Chief, head, king. Yeah, uh, king. Whatever. I don't want boss. Boss is a little iffy. Sure. And I'm not, like, super into monarchies either, but, like, right. I don't know. All right. Section king is tyrant. Section Maybe? tyrant. Uh, <laughs> sounds fucking cool to me. I think that's pretty fun. Uh, LB Hunt Tears. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. We are getting together and this is really fun because we're going to discuss all things punchy, kicky, and wrestling, which is a technical term, uh, which is, of course, both pro wrestling and MMA, the mixed martial arts discipline. So we're, we're sort of starting this brand new experiment as something of a, I like to think of it as like a beautiful exchange of knowledge between fans of two incredible art forms. Uh, this is like the handshake meme from Predator uh, with myself and like all MMA people kind of on one side dressed in my finest, my just my goofiest fucking spats uh, and LB and all fans of pro wrestling on the other side uh, with their really elaborate entrance coat on display. That's that's how we like are seeing this. So uh, to sort of start off, we're doing a literal exchange of fights. LB gave me something to watch. I gave LB something to watch and we're going to kind of just like take it in. We're going to talk through both of these things as fans of kind of the other side. Uh, so LB gave me, uh, I'm so sorry. I hope I, I don't mispronounce things, but Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, an incredible, incredible match. And I gave them the Misha Tate versus Holly Holm title fight from UFC 196 from about 2016. So you both watched the thing at hand and then brought questions to the other person. So LB, I'm going to hand it over to you. Uh, for the pro wrestling segment, maybe we'll have some fun sound effects here. Maybe we won't. Maybe my fun sound effect will just be me, like, scrolling my mouse wheel. That's an exciting thing. Uh, I mean, I'll try and, I will try and slap my thigh, like, at yeah. important Get, moments. Yeah, like, a good, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm so excited about this. First of all, I actually wanted to ask if yes. you have any background, like, what your wrestling, like, pro wrestling history is like if you've watched and like how much you've watched before. So I have been in the PAX Rumble <laughs> a okay. number of times, uh, uh, which is uh, a a sort of a pro wrestling show where the wrestling itself, the actual physical uh, thing, is mostly obscured into playing N sixty four wrestling games. Although we do have okay. some stunts. I have like uh, fake punch people in the face before and done fake CPR and all kinds of stuff. Uh, a stunt. Uh, CPR, I guess is what you might call it. Stunt CPR. Sure, yeah. Uh, sure, okay. Uh, so I Mark have like CPR if you want to use the mock uh, PR. You know, like it's a it's a thing. <laughs> uh, so, so, but in terms of watching wrestling, like very little. I have watched okay. uh, a couple of things over the years when I was very very young. So I am I am thirty six. Let's put it out there. I I am an exennial. But uh, born in the early 80s. So I definitely was very aware of wrestling. I was aware of wrestling in the late 80s, early 90s era. I had a lot of friends who were really into the Attitude Era, like late 90s, like The Rock right. and, and uh, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then sort of later in life, I've become aware again of like cool indie wrestling, like like cool queer folks who are doing awesome things uh, in the sort of indie scene. But it's always been very much like around me, not something I've ever really kind of uh, watched much of. So Got I'm it. a newbie. I am a new baby to this. Well, that is so exciting. <laughs> I'm a, for people who are new to me or don't know this, I'm a late in life fan, was nice. not a fan as a kid, got into it as an adult to get through the misery of 2016. Hell uh, yeah. So a very recent fan, but I'm so psyched that like, I gave you this match that yes. I guess we'll get into now. Yes. So this was Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. from the 2018 G1 Climax. Uh, which is New Japan Pro Wrestling's summer tournament. It's a round robin, so it's points-based. And this was, I guess, the first night of tournament action. Um, they had had a little bit of like kind of a slow burn rivalry that just sure. kind of continues to burn slowly <laughs> over time, um, based in tournaments mostly um, with... Zack Sabre Jr. beat taking Kota Ibushi out of the spring single elimination tournament earlier that year, the New Japan Cup, which Zack Sabre Jr. then went on to win. So they're going into this tournament match, both wanting to have like a strong start. And Kota Ibushi like probably wants to get a little bit of revenge for getting kicked out of the cup earlier in the year. Gotcha. All right, so there's there's simmering slow kind of start going on, and I being new to this, I was watching it. And I was like, "Is this MMA? Is this is that what this is? Are they doing MMA? Because they're punching, they're kicking, uh, and they're doing wrestling moves." And I'm like, "Oh, is this is that is that what this is? Like MMA in a ring?" So I was like confused and intrigued at first, uh, and so I have like a hundred questions. I don't know if you want to answer my hundred hundred questions. I, that is why we're here, Danielle. Yes! I'm dying to answer your hundred questions. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, so again, my first impression is like, oh, this looks like MMA with just like no blood. Like there's nobody's bleeding right now, but like it looks like they're hitting each other. Like they're making physical contact with one another. Uh, and I was really excited about that. And I thought like the stunts were really nice. They were really framed well. And God, I, I just want to know how much do they choreograph this kind of thing? Like how much practice do you have to do to make this look good and, and look fucking awesome? Okay, so first of all, they are hitting each other. Okay, okay. Um, some So stuff like the really cool sounds, yes. sometimes that's like – some. sometimes in wrestling, that'll be like a thigh slap. Sure. So you'll kick somebody, not really hit them, but at the same time, you'll do like a – Oh. Uh, in this, they're mostly like hitting and kicking each other. Okay. Uh, if they're doing thigh slaps, they're not super obvious, and I couldn't catch them. Um. But in New Japan, they tend to do what's called in wrestling a stiffer style, which means, like, you're hitting each other a lot more. Okay, gotcha, which gotcha. is Which is, like, very cool to watch, but also how you end up with stuff like uh, this guy, Katsuyori Shibata, shoot or, like, legitimately headbutting somebody else and giving himself, like, internal brain bleeding that almost killed him. Oh, God. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, good and bad. Uh, very <laughs> <Yeah>. exciting, though. <laughs> In terms of choreography and, like, planning, it really depends, like, person to person, company to company. Um, something like this is probably, I think in general, what you do is you talk about it in advance. You say, like, okay, this is how long we're going to go. Who's going to win? How is that going to happen? Okay. Um, 
let's say like this amount of, let's say like first half, we're going to do this kind of thing. Second half, we're going to do some of this. If there's like a really elaborate spot that they have planned, that's what they're like, like a stunt or like a, a moment, a, like an exchange that you have to call those spots. Sure. Um, sure. They'll probably Almost like, like highlights? That out. Is that like a way of thinking of it? Like here's a highlight portion of this. Um, a spot is just kind of like any, mo- any like single moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so they'll like probably figure that out. But I mean, one thing that like is, I guess there's like a certain amount of arguments among wrestlers about like how much you should choreograph in advance <laughs> and how much you should leave to kind of happen naturally based on kind of audience response and energy in the room. Um, so I guess my answer <laughs> is I don't know exactly how much sure. of this was choreographed. Probably not a ton. Uh, like they're not in there, especially in a tournament setting where you have a bunch of these matches to do yeah. with a bunch of different people. Since it's a round robin, everybody is wrestling everybody. You don't have time to like fully choreograph second by second, match after match after match. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, they don't speak the same language. <laughs> so right, they, like, yeah. That makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah, that super makes a lot of sense. So, like, uh, would these two do something like, okay, okay, this spot, this spot, this spot, I'm going to win, and we're going to do a couple of these things. And, like, so at one point, I guess I should probably, uh, again, my vocabulary for this is super limited. I'm, I'm still it's learning. It's fine. But, oh, just you uh, wait till we get to MMA, okay? <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they start in the ring. Uh, and it's a ring. It looks like a boxing ring uh, with or, or a kickboxing ring with a ref. And they're kicking each other. They're doing wrestling shots like they're, they're shooting on each other. They're doing things like wrist locks. They're doing all sorts of stuff. At one point, they kind of spill out of the ring. Yeah. And they're doing some really fucking cool and wild stunts. They're doing like back bends. Again, I have no idea what shit is called. But they're doing like all these like wild ass moves. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit. Like <laughs> this both looks really cool and looks really hard and it looks like it hurts a lot <laughs> it is <laughs> like really sitting. hard yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really hard and i think it does hurt a lot um i've like i worked on a wrestling podcast before where called wrestlesplania uh which is great <laughs> nice and people, good <laughs> uh, uh and the hosts of that would often when they interviewed wrestlers like one of their standard questions was like how much pain are you in on a daily basis <laughs> yeah and like it's a lot everyone's just hurting all the time um and like wrestling hurts and they're in pain. Um, Fair. <laughs> so yeah, it does hurt. It is really hard. And I think part of the thing that's like really amazing about it, when it's really cool that you picked up on it immediately, because I didn't pick up on it immediately, probably because I have no background watching like combat stuff, is how hard it is to like figure out what you're doing in the moment. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and yeah, that's why these two are just like really, really good at this. It's like so I incredible. did pick out, this is better than most wrestling. Sure, sure. But, like, it, yeah. I absolutely, like, believe these two as fighters. They both look like fighters. You know, they're both, like, you know, one is much more lean than the other, so maybe they wouldn't be in the same weight class in, like, a, a, a more traditional match or something like that. But, like, they they are doing these moves. They, they look, like, they look the part. They're doing it. And it's not just about selling it, because so, they are absolutely selling it, but they're also selling that sense of, what do I do next? What's my strategy? Yeah. They're looking at each other the way fighters look at each other. I know that sounds a little weird, but, like, just from my brain and from knowing uh, just how, like, 
weird and almost distant people kind of look sometimes when you're fighting them. Like when you're in a, you know, in the mix with somebody, sometimes people get this like thousand yard stare and they are 100 percent focused on you. But it's like this really weird, like bizarre, like (laughs) other consciousness almost. And they're both doing that in this fight so super well. And I know obviously these guys are professionals. They know how to make things look nice for the camera. But that was something that really, really stuck out to me as like, holy shit, this looks like they are looking at each other like fighters. They're not looking at each other like they are looking to look good for the camera, if that makes sense. That's a lot of steps. Sorry, but no, like. that's so interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I can get this stuff from somebody who has like fought. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yes, like, no, I, I do. Uh, I don't fight MMA. I should I should well, like, you know what I mean. make sure because uh, a real MMA fighter would kick my ass for saying that I like, you know, go out and do fights. I do uh, combat sports, but I uh, yeah, I do. I do the one where nobody is actually kicking me in the face, well, at least usually it does happen sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you Thank do you. like grappling, right? Yeah, I do. Grab- I do submission grappling as my. Oh, God. Submission grappling. How <laughs> like untough of you okay know, the only right? fights i've ever been in have been like little like you know schoolyard slap things where someone cries immediately uh, yeah. and it was well, me i well, cried hey, immediately getting slapped sucks and it happens a lot in this fight too <laughs> yeah and they don't cry they like i love the way kota Ibushi just gets like more and more hyped like yes and more like pissed and focused the more he gets hit it's incredible it's really cool <laughs> Yeah, I love these two together, and I, like, really hope they have a rivalry in, like, a main event picture at some point instead of just these, like, tournament bouts, which is what they've mostly had in the past. Um, I did also just, like, want to give you some background about them as people and characters. Yeah. So, Zack Sabre Jr. is the heel, which is, like, the bad guy. Yeah. Um, He's part of a faction called Suzuki-gun, which is the Suzuki army. (laughs) Which is run by this guy named Minoru Suzuki, who has some history in, like, sort of MMA. Um, He had, like, a shoot wrestling, so, like, real fight wrestling thing company called Pancras. Oh, Um, I love love that promotion. It's actually on Fight Pass. I watch it. I kind of have it on the background sometimes just just to have, like, some cool fights going on for me. But, yeah, that's awesome. So the the guy who, like, is Zack Sabre Jr.'s mentor in new japan is the guy who founded that company oh nice Um, okay yeah so his thing is like strategy real like quote-unquote real fighting being a bastard he's also (laughs) like an outspoken socialist and vegan um in real life but also like he makes that part of his character so he'll like cut a promo on like horse meat or uh (laughs) or he'll do like, oftentimes when he'll lose in a tournament in the past couple of years, he'll just blame it on, like, Brexit. <laughs> so, like, he's so angry because of Brexit that he can't keep his head straight to win. That's extremely good. That's very good. Kota Ibushi, <laughs> on the other hand, his thing is, I don't know how smart he is in real life, but, like, his, the image he presents like, in the official story of his career is that he tried to apply for New Japan, but mm-hmm. he didn't know how to use the mail. Oh. So the application didn't go through. <laughs> so he ended up training with a different company. Uh, he, I think, comes from a lot of money, like, from his family. Yeah. So he just ha- is, like, wearing, like, Hypebeast Balenciaga and, like, Supreme at all times. Good. 
he's on record as hating hobbies. So he thinks gotcha. fishing is pointless. He thinks <laughs> golf is stupid. But my favorite is that he doesn't trust reading because oh. it makes you use your imagination. <laughs> Good. Uh, the only book, the only books he can read are the Dragon Ball Z manga okay. because he knows the um, the voices so well from the anime that like it isn't it isn't too challenging in terms of imagination and like feeling like he's being tricked by an author. Um, and the reason that he became a wrestler is because it was the closest thing he could do to being Goku in real life. Oh, incredible. <laughs> incredible. And he's like one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, oh my God. He's also like, may I say, really hot. Like so really hot. hot. Like uh, really I'm hot. <laughs> send you something in Discord yes. for you to Please look at. Do. Please do. I'm going to send you a couple things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my so God. These are the three of the body pillows that you could that were available of Kota Ibushi for a while. Oh, my God. Uh, he put these out independently with some body pillow company. Um, so, yeah, he knows he's hot. Yeah. That's part of it. Like, he's aware. I, uh, love, I love the one that has him tearing off his own shirt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's like good. half torn. Incredible. It's really good. Incredible. Uh, so he was like, actually, both he and Zack Sabre Jr. were both uh, offered spots in WWE and they both turned them down. Um, <laughs> wow. At the same time. And uh, I think part of it is just that like Zack Sabre Jr. needs to be a hipster at all times and like <laughs> can't not be listening to ambient music in other countries. And Kota Ibushi just like can't not be showing his ass and doing flips and playing with fireworks. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know if, uh, I, I, I guess this is a good question, but like, are they making an okay living? Like, are they, yeah. are they doing all right? Then, yeah, yeah. then In I can Japan, imagine, like, they're doing well. Nice. Then I can imagine being like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like, enjoying myself, having a good time, enjoying my career kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. So awesome. I'm so glad you enjoyed this. And I think it's also really funny that we like both picked a thing that was between like, a more athletic striking person and a more like grapply wily person yes. independently of each other. Yes. It, it's extremely funny actually. Like it's, it's a good, like, yeah. Cause it just it, to pull back the curtain a tiny bit uh, to, to pull back the, uh, 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 you know, the the coat, the ceremonial coat, a tiny bit. We've been thinking about doing this for a little while. And mm -hmm. I definitely like racked my brain for a long time. Like, all right, what's a good, you know, interesting fight that like, you know, highlights some of what's awesome about this sport that I like to another person who's probably open to liking this sport, but maybe hasn't seen as much of it. And like, <laughs> we both did the style thing, which is extremely cool. And I think great as, you know, as a grappler, I think awesome. So... <laughs> I mean, I picked it partially because I'm like, okay, Danielle does grappling. Yeah. And like, this is like, this has some MMA aspects, but I also just like yeah. wanted to know what you thought. Cause like, I see Zack Sabre Jr. and I'm so impressed. Like, I've oh, seen him in yeah. person a few times and like, I'll sit there and I'll be, I feel like I'm listening to like some, you know, like challenging music. Cause I'll be like stroking my chin, feeling really smart. <laughs> like, oh, interesting counter. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to hear like from an actual person who's like familiar with real grappling. Because I was worried, yeah. I was like, maybe she'll be like, this was so fake and stupid. He looks no, like I think it looks shit. great. Like, okay, I, cool. the only thing that keeps me from from thinking it's, it's you know, like a, a, a not planned stunt is just the lack of blood. That's it. That's the only thing that's like not completely 
uh, you know, really selling it. And even even the way they, they frame everything, like the, the camera work that goes into it as well, seems like extremely well planned and choreographed. And uh, if not choreographed, then like on the fly choreographed, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, they know what they, they know are what they're doing. doing. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, New Japan is called, they do call themselves the king of sports. So it is supposed nice. to be like a very sports feeling yeah. thing. And in the future, I will show you both, I, f- I can show you stuff with blood for sure, um, oh, totally. and show and show you stuff that's less sport feeling. Totally, but- I, I'm open to all of it. Like my, I have absolutely been a brat in the past. I will admit it. I will. I will come clean right now. I have been a brat long years ago, being like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But my mind is open. I am. I am very interested in seeing how any kind of permutation of combat sports or sports entertainment is done. Like, I, I love craft. I just love craft. And there's obvious, like, so much craft that goes into this. I just think it's awesome. I'm so excited. (laughs) And also just, like, it was such a treat to watch this match. I think I watched it three times getting ready for this. Just so I'd be like, well, should I I put this match on there? So I did one time to put on, like, the short list. Because I was also racking my brakes. I'm like, ah, I really want Danielle to like wrestling because I love wrestling. Yes. (laughs) And, yeah, I just. awesome. It's like one of my absolute favorites. Uh, it was my probably my match of the year 2018. And uh, one of my like favorite matches between two of my favorite dudes. So and Kota Ibushi, I just like, I feel like I didn't bring myself to like the vulnerability that you deserve out of me. Kota Ibushi's so hot, dude. Oh. Like I saw oh. him wrestle. The first time I saw him in person wrestling, I took all these creepy zoomed in pictures of him just like <laughs> breathing because I was just like entranced looking yes. at the way his chest was heaving. Like yes. he's unreal in person. He looks like an alien. <laughs> uh, Zach Saber Jr. is also lovely in person, but like very much more like a regular human. But yeah, it looks a little more like a normal person. Yes, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Just like. But I mean, like very much the the kind of dreamboat who does have like a full end of the year list of best ambient albums. Yes. In his notes app. So like, great job, both of yeah. you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for this match. This is extremely cool. Um, oh, the last so thing bad. I wanted to say about it was the surfboard, because that was the fucking best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like a, it's just. It's a move that looks like he's riding him like a surfboard, and it's just good. That's it. That is just really good. I just enjoyed that quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. I have anything intelligent to say about it. I just thought it looked really cool. But, I mean, that's, like, a lot of what this is. It's just, like, that's cool. That's the. I mean, that's, to me, the best response, a, like, like, a really it. good wrestling thing can be is, like, like, to me, when I'm really, really loving a match, the first, the, like, the main thing I think is, I love wrestling, dude, and not... <laughs> So, like, that yeah. surfboard's really cool. It's like, wow, that's really insightful, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> it is cool. It is cool. It's extremely cool. Uh, do you feel ready to move on to uh, the MMA portion of uh, today's program? You mean a thing that was also cool? I am absolutely oh, ready. You. Let me just uh, take a sip of my iced tea here. Please. Yeah, that was very cool. And I'm really, like... Glad that you intuited a vi- like a <laughs> dynamic that I do really enjoy and just like yes, gave it yeah. to me. Awesome. Uh, just to set this up, so the the uh, the fight that I gave LB to watch was a title fight, the women's bantamweight title fight of uh, UFC 196. So this was in 2016, I believe, it was in March. 
Uh, it was after Holly Holm had defeated Ronda Rousey, which we don't need to go into Ronda Rousey uh, at all. It's just that she had beaten her and it was a huge thing. It was a massive upset. It was Nobody had expected to. Ronda Rousey had a, a very long win streak. Holly Holm kind of went in and made it look like it was her first day in the cage almost. So it was like, holy crap, one of the bi- biggest things that had happened in women's uh, MMA. And this was Holly Holm defending her title belt against Misha Tate. And Misha Tate, also a veteran. So both of these women were veteran fighters at this point. Both of them had been fighting for a very long time. Uh, Holly Holm had been a boxer and a kickboxer for much longer than an MMA fighter. And actually, Misha Tate's uh, background is in grappling. She wrestled for many, many years. Uh, So this really was a striker versus grappler kind of match. And my God, I I think it's one of the most exciting kind of back and forth cat and mouse types of matches uh, in kind of women's MMA history. Like it really is very evenly matched. Women's MMA is still, uh, it is certainly evolved a very, very, very far point from kind of where it began, but there are still some weight divisions where there's a pretty clear difference between the very, very top and kind of the newcomers. Whereas the more established weight divisions, it's a little bit more of like, okay, there's it's like, it's evened out almost over time. At this time, these two were pretty evenly matched and just coming from these radically different kind of backgrounds, physically speaking. Uh, so it, it goes to five rounds, which most MMA fights are three rounds, but championship fights do go to five rounds, so five okay. five-minute rounds. Everything is scored a particular way. This one did not end in a score, but if you go the full distance, you know, either 15 or 25 minutes, there are three judges who are going to score each round, either for one person or the other person. There are very occasional draws. Those are possible, but typically there is a decision win if you don't get either a submission or a TKO, which means the ref steps in, either someone is knocked unconscious or the ref steps in and says, this is dangerous at this point. This person can't defend themselves. It's done. And the other person wins. So uh, it goes uh, all the way to five rounds. I did give you a slightly cut down version just because I didn't want you to get like, you know, frankly bored with too much fighting because I realized also this is like a a 20 plus minute fight. It's not like, you know, like a a cut down version and there's a lot of shit going on. (laughs) So yeah, I I gave like the first two rounds and then the fifth round. So first round, there's a lot of kind of back and forth. Uh, Holly Holm is a very technical fighter. She really does kind of keep a lot of space. And again, she's like the kickboxer. So she wants to hit you with her fists and her feet like really bad. And on the opposite end, Misha Tate wants to get in really close and take your ass down to the ground and then choke you out. Which, spoiler alert, she eventually does do. <laughs> it's so cool. I was yeah. so I was so delighted when she did that. Oh, it's it's really good. And I also really enjoy just personally the second round where she almost gets it. She kind of almost gets it in the second yeah. round. Oh, which is exciting. I like both fighters. I don't want this to sound like I'm just only excited about Misha Tate. I actually really personally like both fighters, but as a grappler. You know who I'm rooting for. You know that I want the wrestler to win. You know I want the grappler to win, pretty much in all cases. And I watched this live. This is one of the (laughs) first pay-per-views I actually, you know, spent $60 on to watch this, to watch this fight. Um, And was really, really excited back at the time to kind of watch her do it. And actually, at the time, I was more of a boxer than a grappler. Kind of funny, I know. Uh, But I I actually started um, my own combat sports journey you know, when I was young, I did karate. I did Japanese jiu-jitsu when I was like a teenager, but got really serious about it a few years ago and boxed for a few years and then uh, destroyed my wrist boxing. So now I focus pretty much entirely, not entirely, entirely. I do a little bit of kickboxing still, but mostly on submission grappling. So at the time I was like this sort of, 
I was boxing a lot. I was interested in grappling. I was doing some grappling, but uh, watching this again now, I'm like all the way a grappler, basically, <laughs> and uh, and really rooting for Misha. So I'm sorry. I have been talking way too long about no, this fight. It's, that's like a beautiful, <laughs> interesting story about like Thank your you. journey to grappling. And also <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, you hurt your wrist boxing. I hurt my wrist uh, packing sex toys in a warehouse. Like we have another fair. thing in common. Very fair. That sounds pain. hard. I'm not going to lie. That sounds really hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, that's why you just, you have to have ergonomic workstations, no matter how young you are and no matter yep. how invincible you think you are. Uh, repetitive stress injuries. Trash. Wrists, yeah, wrists are just the trashest ass friggin' joint. Sorry, but that's my, yeah. I, my we're really still opinion. in like we're really still in like the alpha stage of wrists. I'm really ready for like an upgrade. <laughs> I super uh, am. I super like, am. I want the wrist DLC. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, for real. So, so, how did you feel going in? I should ask you what your history with MMA is and and how much you saw in this fight, personally. Okay, so. I had never watched an MMA match or fight okay. before. I'd okay. seen like clips of TKOs and stuff like when they go, when there's like a major TKO, sure. the little video gets posted and I watch it. Um, I'd seen some pancreas before because <laughs> I'm going to be real. Minoru Suzuki as a young man was like insanely handsome. And <laughs> it's just like cool to see him do the entrance and take the, he does an entrance where he like comes in with a towel over his head and he still does it, but he did it then. And so it's very dramatic to see him remove the towel. And there's this like handsome young man with normal hair <laughs> and not like crazy wrestler hair. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'd seen some pancreas, but like that was it. I'd never seen like UFC before. Sure. Um, so I was also wondering like, how, what are the rules? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally. All this up. No, um, that's a, that's a uh, very good question. So there's a lot of things that aren't allowed. Uh, it probably okay. looks pretty. It's obviously a very violent sport. Uh, it's it's full contact. It's you know you are trying to knock out the other person or break a limb or or right. uh, knock them out through a choke. Um, so it's full contact, but you can't bite. You can't do headbutting. You can't do. Uh, a, there's a wide variety of strikes that are illegal. There's a certain type of elbow that's illegal. Mm -hmm. uh, you can kick people, uh, but you cannot kick them. Uh, there's like a position you can't. I don't think you can kick a grounded opponent. Like if somebody's on the ground, Got you can't it. just like stomp on stomp. them or something right. like that. Yeah. Uh, so again, a very violent sport where a lot of things are allowed. Generally, you can punch. You can kick. You can go for a takedown, which is, it, honestly, it's just getting their butt to the floor. And right. from there, uh, you can do ground fighting, which is primarily uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's where most of this comes from. Or there's some judo techniques as well. Uh, but you are going to do a joint lock at that point. You're going to get into a like dominant position and do either a joint lock, which could be something like an arm bar, an ankle lock, a knee bar, a, all those fun things. I'm familiar with those ones. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Good. good. <laughs> so, or yeah. a choke. Yeah. Uh, uh, Love all of those. Big fan yeah. of all of those moves. Me um, too. <laughs> so is there anything you can do to like, so in like pro wrestling, if somebody yeah. has you in a hold, yeah. um, you can like try to get to the ropes. And if you grab the rope, the ref like makes you break it up. I, I saw them using the like uh, the cage as yeah. leverage a bunch when they were yes. on the ground. So I'm assuming there are no breaks. Yeah. Yeah. The breaks okay. are only at the ref's decision. And some refs, uh, there's still a little bit of a bias in MMA. I think it's fair to say that, like, oh, they think the crowd only cares about punching and kicking and not about wrestling and ground fighting, even though, hey, 
the coolest parts. I'm just going to tell you. All Spoiler I alert. <laughs> Again, I'm pretty biased. Uh, I like all of it. Honestly, I do. But uh, uh, some of the coolest stuff, some of the most creative stuff is happening on the ground. So, yeah. Um, so some refs really will be like, oh, you're stalling on the fence. It's boring. Uh, and, then, and then sometimes fighters really will get into something of a stalemate along the fence. Uh, you can't grab the fence. That's the only thing you are not allowed to do in the rule. So if, if like you get your okay. toe in there to try to, you know, climb your way up, you're not allowed to do that. But you can use it for leverage, basically. Okay. Because I did see some like toe, uh, like fence tangling, which made me very stressed out because I was wondering... Does, have anyone's ever gotten their toes broken from tangling in the cage? I think that's it looks why it's really not dangerous. Allowed. Okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I'm pretty that... sure that's why. <laughs> because and like, like they're it... not like a hundred. So obviously, every rule is there, uh, and that's a rule that is certainly enforced. Some refs are better about it than others. Some of them will just kind of slap the toes out of there, like "Don't use the fence," and others are like. You know, a, a good ref, you can't, like, super scream at them for not being fast enough looking at that if they're really focused on, like, oh, that looks like an arm's about to break. I might need to stop right. this. Although they might not start a broken arm. Eh. Questions. You know, we've all got them. Uh, Refing yeah. is hard. <laughs> for sure. It, it's absolutely hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. I was curious about that. I was curious about yeah. some of the rules. Please, um, yeah. But, like, the main thing that struck me was... Watching it, like, especially the first round where it was a lot of, like, strikes, yeah. was, like, oh, they're not touching. <laughs> because, <laughs> which makes sense, because if you're in a real fight, you don't want to get hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh! So, like, they're not going to goad each other into hitting them because that's a terrible idea in a real <laughs> yeah. fight. Got yeah, it. that's how you get knocked out real fast. Okay. And, like, stuff like that. It was like, oh, okay, like... You would never do that, of course. And like, I mean, I knew nobody was going to do, like, I was pretty sure nobody was going to be doing like big flips or yeah, like, yeah. you know, jumping on each other uh, or like, I don't know, climbing on the ref shoulders and, sure. and jumping on them or anything. But sadly, so no. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe someday someone will have the ingenuity to climb on a ref shoulders and do a dive onto their opponent in right? the octagon. Um, so let's see, there was that. But, like, that was the main thing. And I was, like, again, I feel bad about being crass. But, like, I mentioned no, my background it. is packing sex toys in a warehouse. Sure. Where I felt like, like, when you watch porn. Yeah. Everything is done in these weird ways. You would never do sex in real life. Because right. you're, like, playing to the camera. And you're, like, showing positions and showing, like, things happening. And so, like, punches would happen. I would completely miss them in the first round. I'm, like, yeah. why is her face all red? <laughs> Did she get hit? Was was there contact being made? I just like couldn't tell it was happening. So, so that fast. was one reason. Yeah. That, it's so fast. And that was one reason I actually really preferred the grappling is because it was slowed down and I could see what was actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I my eyes just aren't trained yet since that was, this was my first UFC fight. And like I never watched boxing or anything like that. Sure. Um, or like, you know, anything where people were actually fighting. Um, yeah, it's super I, weird. My eyes just aren't. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, just my eyes aren't, aren't trained to be fast enough to see, like, a, the real, a speed of a real punch. It's it's super weird, like, just looking at, at the camera work between the two the two matches, right? Because it's, like, uh, the UFC fight is, like, pretty wide angles, and it's really just kind of showing you, oh, as much of the, you know, quote-unquote information about what's happening as possible, right? Yeah. Like, it's several different wide or, or wide-ish kind of angles, right? Versus... 
you know, a more produced show or even if it's produced on the fly where like very specific angles will make things look awesome, right? Yeah. Like make it look fucking cool. Whereas the more clinical presentation, you'll maybe get a better sense of of what's happening, but it might not be the coolest fucking looking shot, right? Like it might be like a pretty boring shot actually, <laughs> right? Um, but it is, yeah, but it they is did. super interesting. But they did move the camera like uh, when Misha takes Holly to the ground. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think it was in round two uh, where the camera like does shift to an overhead shot and you can really see what she's doing. And like the elbows she's getting in there are so gnarly. And I, I like, and I was just like, Misha, I love you. And I'm like, immediately fall in love with her. I'm like, she's my favorite. Cause I can see her cool elbows. And like, Hell she's yeah. just like, she's just like really in there and the way she locks like her legs and intertangles them mm-hmm. with Holly. So she just like, can't escape. It was, it's like, Oh, it was so awesome. I'm like very, I'm very psyched on grappling. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. You have no idea how excited I, I have a smile on my face, like ear to ear right now. Cause this is like, this is my jam watching grapplers kick ass, especially on a stage like this, where it's like, yeah, this is fucking, this is how awesome grappling is. Like you can legitimately beat an awesome striker with awesome grappling. Like it's real. This is like real shit. I'm not just like in this little weird place, you know, playing with myself all this time. <laughs> no, but that's like, like that is like amazing. <laughs> and the stakes are so high yeah. and it's real. Like you can actually overcome somebody who's like crazy strong, yep. crazy fast, like literally punches so fast. I can't see them happening. <laughs> and I'm like, where's this bruise coming from? I don't know. Um, but you can't like that. You can't overcome them. with just like, these crazy tangling, knocking down elbow choke things. Yeah, and I will and say, win. Oh, sorry. Go and ahead. win the title, and you can win, and you can yes! like literally win that way. And it's so, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, um, it's awesome. Uh, I have to say that the takedown uh, in round five, the takedown immediately into a back take, immediately into a rear naked choke, is my favorite thing to do in real life. <laughs> it's like my actual favorite thing to do. It it does not look fancy. In fact, it looks a little sloppy, uh, even if you're doing it really well. But my God, the results. <laughs> the results I are mean, just I think it looks beautiful. fancy. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, awesome. And you watch the really fucking cool looking stuff. So that that means something. That That's means true. a lot, actually. I mean, I do love like, um, there are some like very dramatic chokes that can happen in wrestling and like sure. pro wrestling yeah where like people are really milking it like i'm especially thinking of like some wwe stuff uh sure. <laughs> and like uh shana baszler who used to be in ufc yes, and is right. now in wwe like she does some choke things where she's just like there's one match in particular where uh it was an nxt women's title match between her and this like tiny scottish woman named nikki cross <laughs> nice. whose thing is that she's just kind of crazy um where Shayna wins by choking her out and Nikki's just like smiling <laughs> through the end. <laughs> so, like, this is so deranged. <laughs> but like, but yeah, like choking can be very like, it is, it was really cool though after seeing stuff done in like such over the top soap opera ways yeah. to see it, to see it done like so clinically and really. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, and something else I, I love about this fight, uh, as you know, as a 36-year-old, uh, both of these women are veterans at this point. Neither one of them is, like, 19 years old, like, uh, you know, 
beginning their career, you know, beginning to do this stuff, just kind of going through on piss and vinegar or something like that. They're both kind of wily veterans by yeah. this point. Yeah. And Misha did not fight for all that much longer, I don't think, in the UFC after this. This was kind of her high point. You know, she won that title, and I don't think she defended it for very long, and I believe she is now doing some other things. I don't think she's uh, actually on the UFC roster anymore. I could probably actually, uh, she's you She's not. Know. I looked her up. Okay, cool. Thank you. I, I I thought so, but wanted to make sure I'm not, like, you know. She's uh, a mom. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She's doing mom stuff, and uh, I think UFC commentary, or, like, punditry. Nice. Yeah, which is a pretty awesome thing uh, to do once you're done uh, kind of fighting. Great job. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty fucking cool job. No one is punching you. You're just talking about punching. That's probably nice. <laughs> you're just talking about punching. You, know? you can still like smell all the punch sweat. So it's like you're still kind of in it, like the thing that you love, but yeah. you're not in <laughs> horrible pain. That part is pretty nice. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, speaking as somebody who has never done anything, like, athletic in any way, I've talked to people who do, and they seem to really love being around it, so. Yeah, I, I, it's, oh, it's the best thing in the world. It's weird to say that, uh, and it's, it's a weird thing sometimes, because uh, I came to it not late in life, I'm not 82, but, like, I came to it in my 30s, right? Like, I yeah. kind of came to combat sports in my 30s, uh, and already, like, slightly broken. Like, so my wrist... I did hurt it boxing, but my wrist actually has, like, I have a bone deformity in my wrist. Like, it was never going to be a good wrist, <laughs> no Damn. matter what I did with it. So, like, you know, I'm not exactly uh, necessarily, like, uh, I've always been an athlete, but I'm not, like, you wouldn't necessarily look at me and think, oh, that's an athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty small. I'm not the most intimidating looking person in the world. Uh, but I have found, personally, a tremendous amount of power in doing it myself i'm obviously not in the ufc let's let's also say that <laughs> i am yeah i am an amateur who competes in submission grappling as an amateur and it's fun for me but my, my you know my uh uh my living does not depend on it or anything like that so uh but i find it very very powerful and it's something i do love about um uh you know, like my gym for example is an extremely open environment in terms of like queer folks and gender non-conforming folks and and stuff like that uh so it is kind of one of those things where MMA probably does get the rap of being like a super fucking macho sport for manly cis men who are manly. And it's like, sure, that exists. Uh, but there are spaces that are are friendly to other types of bodies and other types of people and other types of like experiences of the world. And it can be fucking awesome to just feel powerful in your own body, whatever your body is, which is my like big old rainbow way of saying MMA is fucking awesome and it's for everybody. And I get very excited talking about it and sort of sharing that with other people uh, in a way that is hopefully fun for other people, too. <laughs> no, yeah, that's so fucking cool. And like, I don't know, it does not seem weird to me at all to that you're just like to hear that it feels cool and powerful to do. Partially because I spend a lot of my time focused on people who have that experience about losing in fake fights. <laughs> who but still are just like, love it. And it's just like, yeah. that's it. And That's yeah, awesome. so I don't know. I'm into it. Uh, I loved this. Sweet. Sweet. I was like a little worried because I'm so not a sports person. Sure, I have, sure. you know, no background do like doing sports, watching sports, yeah. being about sports um, <laughs> and wrestling okay got me because I love <laughs> yeah. spectacle. But yeah. like, I don't know. Thank you, Zach Sabre Jr., I guess, for getting me into 
wily people tangling each other's limbs on the ground <laughs> so that I can now appreciate this because it Hell was very yeah. cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe someday we can even do uh, a, a grappling focused event because I do watch a lot of uh, professional grappling. So again, that's not, there's no punching and kicking in that. It's all takedowns and ground fighting, which I love. I think it's I fun. mean, I would probably love that, but right. yeah, It for won't sure. look nearly as cool. I'm going to tell you that right now. It does not look nearly as cool as pro wrestling uh it can look pretty cool but it's not gonna look as cool that's for sure (laughs) i'm also like i'm also kind of excited to show you some like there's barely any high flying in this like nobody did any flips so i guess kota bushi kind of like lands on his feet after a suplex but like there's some ridiculous flips that i don't know I'm, i'm very curious to hear like your thoughts on the physics of fighting (laughs) Hell yeah. I mean, because it's like, I think of it, and you can tell me if this is wrong or if this is like a weird way of looking at it, but I look at it as like a fucking awesome like stunt show. Like they are showing yeah. off some cool ass stunts. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. So that's not a weird way of thinking of it. Though. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> like, as a, like, my background in watching combat is just watching like martial arts movies as a kid. So nice. yeah, it's just stunts to me. Nice. I like that. Actually, I yeah. like that quite a bit. Uh, shall we go into our last segment, our sort of uh, ending segment where we talk about some things that we might be excited about watching and upcoming, perhaps? Yeah, let's do it. What are you right. looking forward to this weekend? All right. So this weekend, there's UFC Fight Night. It's Felder versus Hooker, which that fight looks pretty exciting, pretty good. I like Paul Felder. Uh, it's a lightweight bout, so it's a relatively small dudes. I'm going to also give you another spoiler alert. I like watching the smaller people fight more than the biggest people fighting just because they tend to be faster and more technical. Again, that's not always true, but I'm sort of like, I like watching the smaller guys, uh, the smaller ladies. It's just exciting for me as a smaller person myself. So I'm always like, oh yeah, let's get that bantamweight fight. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> yeah. Those that straw weights. <laughs> yeah. As a cruiserweight fan, I understand. Also, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the biggest thing I'm excited about, however on this one, is that Angela Hill is fighting. Uh, She is a fighter who is fucking awesome. She's really funny. She's actually a huge gamer, believe it or not. She she does a lot of stuff on Twitch. She does a lot of cool cosplay stuff. Uh, Back when I was at Waypoint, we actually did a documentary episode on her and all the cool cosplay stuff she does when she does, like, um, they do ceremonial weigh-ins at Mm -hmm. in the UFC. And so she's always doing, like, a really cool, like, video game or fighting game character cosplay kind of thing. She's just a really, really cool person. Awesome, tiny technical fighter. She's a really, really small uh, person. I think she's like 5'2 or 5'3. Fights at 115. Has these incredible elbows and kicks. And yeah, awesome uh, kickboxer. And she does a lot of fighting. She actually is one of the most active people on the entire roster. I think she's fought something like five or six times in the last year some fighters only fight like once a year uh so okay yeah really really cool always love watching her uh so yeah that's what i'm i'm pumped about uh in the uh, following weekend this weekend rather cool that's i'm like psyched about this tiny lady she is awesome <laughs> she's she really cool. on twitter and, and instagram she just is also like really funny and really awesome so just a yeah. really cool person to watch in general i love a tiny badass um, hell yeah <laughs> She's this actually week- also the first African-American woman in the UFC, like a, a total pioneer trailblazer, too. So fucking cool person. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when did she start? Oh, God. That I actually do need to look up. 
she had a really interesting career where she was uh, signed to the UFC, lost a couple of fights, and then went to Invicta FC, which is an all-women MMA league, kind of sharpened up and really, really advanced her game, and then went back to the UFC. She's okay. been on a win streak uh, the last few fights herself. So, uh, yeah, really interesting, cool career. Let's see. Yeah, her. Uh, she's going again on Saturday. I'm pretty excited about it. Hell she yeah. just uh, defeated Hannah Cyphers. It's right only like, God, the end of January. So she's getting right back in there. Nice. Okay. So uh, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Which I think well, is on um, ESPN. I believe the fight nights are all on ESPN. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also on Saturday, very yeah. different, is Triple uh, <laughs> A uh, Nacemos para Luchar. Sorry nice. for my incredibly valley. Uh, white person, Spanish <laughs> accent. Um, but that is who I am and where I am. Um, it will be at 9 p.m. Eastern on the AAA Twitch channel. Uh, I love AAA. Uh, AAA is it's a uh, Mexican lucha company. Everybody looks fucking cool as hell. <laughs> the wrestling is like a perfect balance of like bullshit, excitement, high flying, Bad guys hitting each other with chairs. Um, right now, nice. there's there's like a trio of just like complete assholes. Um, L.A. Park, <laughs> who's in his 50s. Uh, Ruchel Toro Blanco, who's younger and like a total hunk. And Ruchel's dad, Bestia Del Ring, who's also like a middle-aged man. And they are just like nice. destroying everybody, stealing their masks, cheating a ton, being horrible and no one can beat them but hopefully the newly reformed psycho circus yes i like yeah. that all right oh, i already like it all, i like it <laughs> so like yeah i'm actually you know it's not the newly reformed psycho circus because psycho clown won't be there but pagano will be there with monster clown and murder clown Nice. I, I don't think they can do it without Psycho. Uh, Psycho Clown is like the John Cena of Mexico. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But he's like a scary clown. Good guy <laughs> who has off, who often has flamethrowers. Oh, that's, I mean, it's that's the awesome. best. Yeah, that sounds pretty the fucking great. Best. Yeah, that sounds um, pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but it's also got um, the Lucha Brothers. Uh, if you watch AEW or if you watched, uh, Lucha Underground, Lucha Brothers, Pentagon, and Phoenix uh, versus Daga and Taurus versus Puma King and Laredo Kid, which should be like a fantastic Sammy Man. Uh, it's just like a ton of good people. El Hijo del Vikingo is on the show. Um, like way, way, way at the beginning of the show, I think uh, is... No, she's not on the show. Just kidding. But huh. you know Hamburguesa is facing off against Lady Maravilla for the first time in a while, which I'm excited about since nice. Lady Maravilla lost her hair to Nino Hamburguesa's <gasps> tag team partner. Oh my God. Big Mommy. Yeah, it's like, the, like Lucha is, I'm really excited to show you Lucha because there's like yes. hair versus hair matches, people losing their hair, people losing their masks. Oh my God. <laughs> like to blood nonstop, like middle-aged men just showing <laughs> up, hitting each other with like concrete blocks. It's, yeah. It's great. Incredible. So okay, I will probably like be live tweeting that. I'll probably be live tweeting that Saturday night uh, if you want to yeah. follow along. It's free to watch on Twitch. Uh, oh, nice. Just like a great fucking time. The shows aren't too long. Uh, they're well balanced. I like cannot recommend Triple A highly enough. So. Oh, that sounds awesome. 
That's yeah. fantastic. Very excited. I might even I might even tune in for a bit. We'll see. Excuse yeah, I'm, I'm honestly like, I am psyched about t- like 115 pound elbow lady whose name <laughs> I already forgot, but she sounds pretty Hell cool. Yeah. So we could even do another exchange Saturday night. That would be really cool. I would like that. I would like okay. that a lot. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to just uh, go through our, our little outro here. It's a, if you've ever heard an episode of You Love to See It, this is going to sound real familiar. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's what we have for you. This week, we hope you enjoyed uh, our combat sports entertainment journey uh, that we have taken. Uh, thank you for joining us. Be sure, please, to rate and review our podcast. It really does help us quite a bit. You can listen to all our stuff at fanbyte.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok. We do have a TikTok on at Fanbyte. And, of course, on fanbyte.com. You can watch Late Lunch, our Monday, Wednesday, Friday talk show on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. And, of course, all of our incredible uh, wrestling coverage is on fanbyte.com slash wrestling, right? That's, That's right. right. Awesome. That's awesome. where I want to make sure. I didn't write it down, but I uh, I figured that was correct. LB, where can people find you on Twitter, perhaps? I am Hunk Tears on Twitter. Like, hunk, like a buff person. <laughs> tears, yes. like the things that come out of your eyes. Uh, <laughs> I'm on there a lot because I'm an embarrassing person. But you can hang out with me on there. If you just want to, if you only want links to wrestling things, ah. uh, that is at FanFight with a Y. Excellent. Uh, like FanBite, but with an F instead of the B. And yeah. yeah, I'm around. And come hang out with me and have fun talking about sparkly, flippy, grapply <laughs> things. Excellent. Well, I love those things too. And I am excited to take this journey with you, LB. I am Danielle. If you feel like it, you can follow me on Twitter at Danielle R-I, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-I, where I tweet a lot about MMA. And I think I might lose some followers every time I do it. But I think maybe I'm starting to just plateau with that. So I'm happy about that. (laughs) It's part of the journey. It is. You know, (laughs) I got a lot of interest. I can't help it. I'm a a woman of many vocations, as I said earlier. It happens all the time. I'll I'll say something about like the history of furniture and just like no one wants that for some People reason. People are like, "What? Where's my like, wrestle tweet?" And it's like, "Yeah, and it's you like, know, you know, got a lot like, of interest." You know, <laughs> are you not interested in the history of wood joining because that is right? like one of my secret passions? I mean, I bet I could learn things about arm bars from that. You totally could. Oh my god, <laughs> the applications. Your See? mind, Danielle. This is why I'm excited See? to go on this journey with you specifically. Yes. Yes, me too. This has been so much fun. It's Thank so much you all fun. so much. We should probably get like a a, a sign off, like a mm, something fun. I don't know. Oh. Like a ugh. Yeah, or like a wait. Okay, I'm gonna yeah do like a grunt, and I'm gonna slap my thigh like I'm kicking you, and you can yes. go like ah, and, I'll do and then next blah. time we'll do a real one and actually hurt ourselves. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Ah. <laughs> oh my god now i know how johnny gargano feels okay thanks so much everybody